You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. Yeah, all right. You need to get some water or something? No, no, no. I got my I got my jug next to the next to the desk. I'm good. You, you got the Timbo jug? Of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> Yo, I get it now. I remember he said that that clip is what made him get in the gym because he oh, didn't yeah. realize how big he got. Yeah. And I was like, man. Yeah, that was crazy. So let's talk about it. Oh, man. Um, <sighs> we've done Definitive 15s for a number of artists and producers, but somehow we had not done one for Timbaland yet. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Timbo fan. Mm-hmm. You're a pretty big Timbaland fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a bigger fan of him than me, but right. I still love him. Um, so we thought, considering it's kind of slow in hip hop right now, mm-hmm. that this was a perfect time to revisit his discography. Mm-hmm. Um, so to recap, if you uh, if you've never heard a Definitive Fifteen, first of all, welcome. Uh, secondly, you should <laughs> definitely go and hear some other ones. We've got we've done some great ones, but basically, what we try to answer, and there's a diff- a bunch of different ways you can approach this, and so we'll talk about the different ways we did, but. You have the, the whole idea is you have 15 songs to introduce the artist, the producer, whoever is being talked about, to introduce that person to somebody who doesn't know anything about them. And there's different, all sorts of different angles you could take. You could try to do it like chronologically to represent different eras in their career. You could try to uh, just say, these are the, fi- if, you know, I got 15 chances to impress you with this person. Here's the 15 best stuff they've done. You could take it from the approach of, well, you know, I wanted to get the slow songs and the fast, all the different types of songs that they make, right? So um, there's all sorts of ways you can approach it. I don't think there is a right way. I think it depends on who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I struggled with this because I really had two, there are two different ways that I want to, like, that I think about Timbo's career. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't really settle on just one, but I have a Mm. definitive 15, obviously, along with a massive... Massive list of honorable mentions. Um, yeah. But uh, but so I want to ask you, how did you approach your definitive 15? I had to mix it up. I had to, I had to do just some favorites and I had to do, okay, these are records. Like the first time I heard them, I was like, what is this? That was pretty much it. Yeah. That was pretty much my approach. Yeah, I, I initially was going to try to take it like, I think he's had a couple different eras, right? Like yeah. he mm-hmm. had the, you know, Missy, Static, Aaliyah era up front. He had this era, you know, for a while it was all R&B and then eventually he's got this era where he's doing a lot of hip hop hits. Then yeah. he reinvents his sound with Danger and has this whole pop run in the 2000s, Timberlake, Nelly Furtado, his own... uh his own solo album that had three number one hits on it right but then you know he hooks up with Fauntleroy and and gets back with Timberlake and he's got that whole 2013 era where he does co-production on a bunch of stuff on that Beyonce album he's got mm-hmm. he's got the two Timberlake albums he's got Magna Carta which we're not really but you know what I mean like that whole sound that whole era of Timbo and I was like but then ultimately I was like hmm I to me, the reason why we're doing a Definitive 15 for Timbo is because in going back and re-listening to this really confirmed this in my head. Like, we often talk about, we often compare Timbo with the Neptunes, but they are so wildly different, it's not even fun. Mm, mm. Right? Um, I think we talk about them because they both had songs that sometimes could just sound like 
people call them like futuristic or like they would be really different or whatever. But like to me, more than maybe any other producer I've ever heard, like certain Timbaland songs would like just make you like look up and go, what in the world is that? Mm -hmm. Like just stuff that you would never really like think to do with music. Right. And so ultimately I had to go with an approach where I tried to pick 15 songs that just made me that like, if I'm playing for somebody, like I want them to know, like, this is why Timbaland is amazing. Mm -hmm. So that was the approach. I took. Okay. Also like, it got a little dicey for me trying to st like if you want to talk about the later stuff in his career even if you want to take the stuff you really like it's like okay how much that is timber like correct on that beyonce album so here's a good example he co-produced drunken love with detail yep drunken love is like an iconic song mm -hmm. that's amazingly well produced mm -hmm. how much that is timber right Probably I, if I'm if I'm assuming I'm always going to go with the drums and maybe like some light instrumentation on like hooks and bridges. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, because that's another thing. Like we'll talk about some of his earlier stuff, I'm sure. But like there's really not a lot of melody on that early stuff at all. It's all drums. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So when I was making this list, I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't going to try to figure out who got credit for what. So. Unless I, unless I really felt the need to. So I just went for, if you're playing 15 Timbaland songs, here's what you're playing. Mm -hmm. And we've got a whole bunch of honorable mentions that are going to be fun to talk about and listen to. So I think there's going to be at least five to 10 that you, I'd be, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I can't wait to hear what you, I can't wait to see what you've got. But like, there's at least like five that we, that we both have on this list. I'd be stunned if you didn't have on the same list. Okay. I think, I think my list is fairly safe. There's a couple of, couple of remixes but i think my list is safe okay let's get started all right uh you want me to go you yeah go? go let's go okay um i i mean easy like my number one is Aaliyah's one in a million number one on my list yeah there was, it was the first record i thought of um you know what's amazing one thing i noticed is that i like a lot of timbaland's more simple production hmm a lot of the records on my list, when I went back and listened to them, there's not a lot going on, but it's still unique. It's how they're put together. Yep. Yep. So one in a million is all drums with some scatting and some light instrumentation. And a, uh, what appears to be like crickets or cicadas in the background. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which he I'm used on go another song crickets. and I didn't, even, I didn't even realize. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's another record. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this record except I love it and uh, yeah, really good times with this record for sure. One in a million was on my list because, like, I remember where, where I was when I heard that. Like, yeah. there's sometimes when you hear music and you're just like, whoa, what yeah. was that? Yeah, and like, one in a million is a record like that. Actually, Tim's got a couple records like he's that. He's got a he's got quite a few. He actually. has quite a few where you you hear that beat and you're just like. Oh my. Yeah. Right? Um like a non Timbo example. Like I'm trying to think of another like there there's a handful of examples in like a lot of genres where you hear sometimes you hear it and you're like, oh, I know that's a hit. Right? Or sometimes mm -hmm. you hear it and you go, I don't know if that's a hit, but that's like I've never heard anything like that. Like I always remember like when I first heard Super Thug. Yeah. I was like, what in the world is going on here? Yeah. So yeah, one in a million is definitely 
definitely that kind of definitely that kind of song yep yep okay number two we'll stay safe okay um missy and 702 beat me 911 not on my list oh. <laughs> it's in let my honorable me mentions let me tell you mm-hmm. when super duper fly first comes out yeah and I buy this album because the rain is like, the rain was, I think the rain, it was really unique. Again, another simple beat that just had the right, but it was the video played along with it that made a lot of people go, what is this? Um, but I remember skimming through that album and when you get to track five, everything is different. Nobody was singing at that tempo. Um, it, like I just remember being speechless the first time I heard it mm. like Beat Me 911 is incredible and that's in the pager era too so that would be a lot of people's like the message you know hey what's up you reached our mind I'm not here right now <laughs> 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 or you can leave voicemails on the pager if you know if you leave your name or your number in a brief message I'll get right back to you peace and then you fade beat me 911 in like right at the hook i I guess my question was like in this song Mm -hmm. if you're beeping them 911 didn't they say call me on your cell phone isn't that part of the lyrics yeah so you have a beeper and a cell phone no no no. they have a cell phone you have a beeper oh i see yeah yeah beat me 911 i mean look it's it's a it's a great song it had to grow on me initially. Like when I was, when I bought this album, that was not at the top of my list. But you know, I was not Mr. R&B in 1997. Got you. Right. I'm sitting there talking about like, you know, oh, the horns on socket to me. Right. I'm not talking about Beat Me 911. <laughs> but you know, Beat Me 911 was, um, man, like especially when we talk about like Missy's career, like we did a couple weeks back. Like she. She was unabashed about making songs about her sexuality mm-hmm. in a way that, like, the culture of 1997 was not always ready for. But I think she did it in a way that wasn't, like, really... Um, I said she was, was kind of creepy and pervy, but she wasn't... Um, it wasn't really overt. I think she got away with it because, you know, it's not always what you say as much as it is how you say it. Right. Yeah, I never, like, retrospect, like, go listen to a record, like, work it. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, and not even just the, not even just the sexual parts. I mean, the, the, the part where she's imitating the Asians. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, I was driving in my car a couple years ago, and it came on the radio. I was like, yo, this is so bad. But we're here. I can't believe you didn't, that your second choice wasn't If Your Girl Only Knew. Which is absolutely on my list. Honorable mention. Oh my God. Number two on honorable mentions. You know what's crazy? I never really liked that song. Ah. Yeah, I was never really crazy about it. If your girl only knew, oh my goodness. Like, to me it's interesting because like so many of the, like I think a lot of what Timbo gets known for are these like off kilter, sort of drum and bass inspired or like weird tempos. Like, Something sort of out of the, out of the ordinary, right? But if you're growing new, is like a much more conventional tempo, right? He's not doing crazy stuff with that, but mm-hmm. it's just so well produced. 
It's mm-hmm. such a great song. And like, I mean, I'll go ahead and say this song comes up next because you, you took two, so I'll take two here. Um, yeah, please. Like 96, they come out the gate, one in a million, if your girl only knew him, Pony. And it's like, get out of here. Yeah. Pony. Oh, my goodness. Like, it, it still sounds like nothing on the ra- like if this came like if that song had never existed and this came out on the radio now like it's not like it would sound old you know what i mean or dated or whereas like if if you if, if you're a girl and new came out now that sounds reliably 90s yeah pony just pony is like i don't know what but pony is unbelievable there's a reason why pony's not on my list but we'll get there i want you to talk about pony because it's on your list right it's on my list um Again, like, one thing I'll give the whole, like, Tim and Missy and, you know, Static wrote this and, you know, but also just this whole crew credit for is, like, they weren't stupid when it came to these slower or slower tempos or the more drum and bass inspired stuff. We talked about that sexuality with Missy. Like, Mm. even without anybody singing on Pony, it sounds sexual, right? Like, they weren't afraid to lean into that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And like, Pony is an iconic song. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Like you play Pony now. <laughs> I feel it, like it. I, f- I feel like it works for a certain demographic of people. I'll say that much. You're telling me if Pony comes on, you don't sing every word. No. You know every word. I do absolutely. Okay, what was you gonna say? Absolutely. Oh man! No pony. There's a reason why pony. There's a reason why pony's not on my list. It's on my honorable mentions. It's not on my list. And why is that? Because this came out in 1996. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm a. I'm a. You know what? I'm gonna add it on my list because it is iconic. It is. It is. It's iconic. But I was trying to think of like a song that best represented like this type of tempo. I'm. I'm still in. I'm still in ideas from the first lady. Yeah. 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 So. I was thinking like, all right, genuine has to be on the list. A genuine ballad has to be on the list. Now, Pony, when Pony was out, that was 96. I was like 11, 12 years old. I was not thinking about anybody riding any ponies at that age. I thought that the little ponies that you had outside the grocery store were for babies. And I wasn't really on that. I was trying to play Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, NBA Live. Like I was there. Are you, are you done talking about a uh, Pony? Sure. Okay. However, uh-huh. in 1999, 2000, yeah. when So Anxious comes out, yeah. oh, I'm looking at all the ponies. <laughs> I'm looking at all the ponies. That's why that's on my list. Like, if So Anxious wasn't on your burn this playlist for a girl CD, man, look, you weren't doing it right. You weren't doing it right. That record still works. See, this was my problem because I was the one who was like, yeah, but have you heard the Anxiety remix? (laughs) No, 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 no. You definitely, because here's the problem. It was two records. You're absolutely right. Because there's two records. There's So Anxious and there's Drew Hill's Beauty. Everybody dedicated that to every girl they thought they were halfway attracted to. So how did you separate yourself? You gave them the remix. (laughs) I love you, Doug. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what you did. 
Yeah, the anxiety remix. The anxiety remix yeah. is on my honorable mentions. Okay, word. I love that remix. Yeah, it's a great remix. It's an incredible remix. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so anxious. On so my so list, anxious sure. is on your list. I don't even think Absolutely. the regular so anxious is on my honorable mentions. It's not even like it's not even that crazy. I think it's a better song than it is like a beat. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, we alluded to it before, but we got to talk about the rain. It's on the list. Yeah. It has to be yeah. on the list. It's on the list, for sure. This was a, like in 97, this was controversial in a way. How so? Because Missy's rapping. Mm-hmm. But she's not hippity hop rapping. She's doing beep beep, who's got the keys to the Jeep, like. Yeah. everybody had their arms folded. Everybody. Yeah. You're not wrong. But, I mean. Wrong. Right. <laughs> and yet, everybody right. knows every word of that song. Yep. Um, Timbo, uh, he, he samples more than I think people realize. Um, and yeah. the rain is just like, it's just a great use of that sample. It's also like, again, it's like, it's, it's simple, but it's not simple. Like, when you really hear what's going on with that beat. Yeah. But like, I, here's the, here's the thing that's always kind of amazing. Maybe this is really a tribute to like to Missy initially, and then folks like Timberlake and, and Danger and everything else who work with them later. Like when you hear some of this stuff, I try to think to myself like, where do you even start as a writer? And there's some songs that we're gonna get to where it's really just like, man, I don't even know. Like yeah. it's kind of amazing that somebody did something like that because there's it's so unconventional. You know what I mean? And for '97, the rain was was very unconventional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just got like, it's got, you know, a lot of his records and Rain's a great example, like just have this like bounce that is kind of not a normal bounce. It's a very like, it's like a shimmy bounce, right? <laughs> it's hard to explain, but I had to have the Rain on the list. Even if like, if I was making like my 15 favorite Timbo records that I go back and listen to all the time, the Rain might not be on that list. It's definitely like, a contender, but it's such a Agreed. classic. It has to be on there. Yep. 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 Again, another like, what? What is this? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What is this? Tem- tempo's different. Missy rapping's different. The video. I mean, the yellow Hummer, the trash bag, like all those things are super iconic. The the even the way that it was shot, where like they're moving fast, but it's still on beat with the song. Like they yeah. were just doing camera tricks. Like yeah, all of that, all of it. Yeah. Hype in '97. Jordan right he was Jordan could not miss could not do wrong it be me 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 and Timothy me me like, yo I, I listened t- to a Timbal- lot of Timbaland raps this week yo duh I was getting ready to say the same thing yo <laughs> why were we letting to no I know exactly why people were letting Timbaland rap on records because they were paying a lot of money and he was trying to get some songwriting credit to get some more money yeah those oh boy <laughs> bruh listen I, I listened to uh, the Tim and Magoo album from 97 god Oof. bless you yeah well it's hard to find which we're going to talk about at some point yep um, but you're up next oh I'm sorry um Okay, we'll uh we'll we'll go back to Aaliyah real quick. This is yeah. no, we'll keep we'll keep it messy. Oh, okay, 
Uh, wait, what should we do? Should we do, let's go chronological. Yeah, let's mine's chronological. roughly chronological, I think. Uh, where can we go? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we'll stay here because I think this is the oldest record that I have that's still on my list. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah, are you that somebody? Has to be on the list. Yeah. Amazingly to. difficult to find nowadays. Bruh, like this Timbaland playlist that I found on Spotify, somebody is like sneakily uploading Aaliyah <laughs> songs on like odd compilations that just person X is getting paid for. Right. Yeah, I think it was on there that way. The Dr. Doolittle soundtrack isn't on streaming services? No. Wow. That's a, somebody's missing out on some money. Neither is I Care For You, which was like her pseudo greatest hits that got, that that has a bunch of these songs on them. Yeah. Nope. Bruh. One in a million's not on streaming services. None of these songs are. That's, I care. Like basically, uh, right. Basically, Aaliyah's entire discography, aside from the, the record with R. Kelly. Yeah. It's just not available. Correct. Um, are you that somebody? Oh my. Talk about like great I knew where I was. I remember yep. watching the video for the first time. Yep, they did a making the video, right? I think so. But like, yeah. Oh, oh man, this is like Tim is showing off on here. Yeah. And you, the story behind this is like it was like last minute edition. Like they needed something for the uh, for the soundtrack, so they threw this together at the last minute. This wasn't like some big plan thing. It was just super fast, and they did it, which sounds ridiculous to me. But man. Um, like Aaliyah was, was a star after her, after that one in a million album, mm -hmm. but like, are you that somebody that's like, that's a whole other level. Yeah. Is that her? That's, that's so I know that's not her biggest hit billboard charts wise, but I feel like, is that like her most iconic song? Are you that somebody? Yeah. I think her most iconic song is probably going to be one in a million. Hmm. Um, just because like, I feel like that I'm thinking like when Aaliyah died, what was the song I heard the most? I would, I would go with one in a million, excuse me. But I think, are you that somebody's like right there? It's probably one B two at yeah. worst. Yeah. I mean, shoot rock the boat might be up there too. I don't like that song. <sighs> I mean, I was interested. I was interested in Aaliyah's music because of Timbaland. Hmm. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Like, let's be clear. <sighs> Bruh. Some bad Rock times. Oh, man. No, those are great times. I was, I was, I was 19. I was 18. Yeah, that, those weren't dark times. I knew, <laughs> I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Tim, Timbaland rapping, are you that somebody? <laughs> oh, it's what's not, it, Wait, what's his verse? Baby girl. Oh yeah, better known as Ali. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you know it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Baby girl. I feel like we're I'm staying. We're, we're, big beat. This hey, is an interesting Defender Fifteen because I feel like we're way. staying pretty safe right now. Yeah, because I think there we're. I think we're warming up because to me, I don't think anything we name. I'm not shocked. Right, right. So right, right. though, you know, though I think what I think there's one record that we don't share on a list. Yeah, yeah. I think the record that you have, like, yeah, beat me nine one one, like that. And I think there's one record you have that's not on my like yeah. it's not it's not a surprise. I'm not shocked. So like, I think when we get into like eleven, twelve, like oh, we get yeah. to the teens, I think that's where the surprises will be. So like one of the amazing things about 
like thinking about Tim's career, especially where he ended up, is that initially the idea of him working with quote unquote serious rappers was like mm-hmm. a novelty. Mm-hmm. Right. So like my, I'll just say it's one of my honorable mentions, like because we already passed it chronologically. Right. Is Saka to me. Right. Which mm-hmm. is a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. And like everyone was like, oh, wow. Look at Brat on a, on a Timbaland beat. It was like a novelty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, Jigga what Jigga who? Talk On my about, list. Talk about like blowing people's minds. On my list. Yep. You called it out before, like his stuff could be simple, but not simple. Yep. And like, I was thinking about like, Jay was such a good match for Timbo. Yeah. Because he was not a, he would like attack pretty much whatever kind of crazy beat Tim would give him. Right. Like actually, like if you think about it, like that 98, 99, 2000 era Jay, like he was, he was, it was everything from like, okay, Swiss, whatever random thing you're throwing me. Okay, Tim, whatever random thing you're throwing me. What's that? I need to rap on this like sort of bouncy Irv Gotti beat. Okay, fine. Like, you know, he was really like, just rapping over everything yeah and jigga jigga who is i mean again it's like one of those songs you hear at the it's like it's so arresting like it comes on and you're just like huh because it doesn't sound yeah. like anything yeah it's an incredible song yep without question nobody bigger than me and my nigga jigga you yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean jazz, i mean there's a whole- jazz jazz came on and smoked it he did he i don't think he's better than jay on that yeah, no, no, no. Um, but he he, no, he represented was, well. Yeah, he kept up. Right, which he considering it's like one of one of the one of Jay's primes on like a on like a you know god tier level Timbo beat. Like that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Okay. Bruh. What's up next for you? Jesus. Uh, let's go. What's in order? Hmm. I don't know when these, I don't know all these. Or- That's okay. <laughs> Just give me one. All right. Let's go. Um, I'll stay safe because I'm still chilling. Okay. Um, Missy, get your freak on is 100% on my list. It's on my list. I debated it. Hmm. It's iconic. I do not, I don't know how well it's aged. You prefer the Nelly Furtado remix? Of course. No, I um no, it's um it is definitely it definitely fits that like that mold of the first time I heard this beat I was like, "What?" Mhm. Um in retrospect, I like when I hear it now, I don't know. It's a little goofy. But it's a dope uh, beat uh, yeah. and it's an iconic song. Like if you're making the 15 tempo beats, if you're making that list, like get your freak on's probably on it. Yeah, I get it. It was on my list. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, real excited, oh. guys. Yeah, we're saving. People are. We're saving. Yeah, we're saving it. So here's one. Here's one that I, I was torn on. Okay. Big Pimpin. Not on my list or my honorable mentions. Whoa. Yeah. Really. Nah. You know how I am about, about singles. I just couldn't do it. These are all singles. I know, but like, 
Big that, Pimper was everywhere summer 99. That's actually, uh, that's actually, no, summer 2000. It was everywhere summer 2000. Um, yeah, that's right, because it came out December 99. That's right. Um, that's actually a thing about Tim. Like, there's really no album cuts here. He is not an album uh, cut kind of producer, for the most part. Yeah, now I'm thinking, I'm looking at it. You're, you're actually, you're right. Absolutely. I said it. I said it. He's got really high highs. Yeah. And then when you get to like the album cuts, B-sides, like they're not, they're very generic. Yeah. Okay, so Big Pimpin's on my list because, oh man, where to even, um, where to begin? I think, um, I think that was a, that was a particularly big song for Jay. I think that like him, so I wanted to have something because I felt like there was this like little run that that Jay and Tim went on, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like Jigga Jigga Who sort of like establishes this idea of like, oh, like you're going to hear like big name, like rappers rapping on tempo stuff. Like this is going to be a thing. And mm-hmm. then all through 99, like that's a thing. Like that's starting to happen, right? But then like mm-hmm. there's Big Pimpin, there's Is That Your Chick? And then there's uh, I Poppy. Mm-hmm. which are all released within like a six month time frame of each other mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is crazy all my mommy's bounce <laughs> and yet that beat is bananas <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i probably like that beat more than big pimpin that's what i'm saying i but, think they have better collaborations mm, i wanted something to represent from that i was so tempted to make it is that your chick because yeah, of th- like when you hear that song now and you, even though the beat, it's funny, that beat is not like the most amazing tempo beat in the world. It's great. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's great. But like, yeah, it's not like, you know, some of these other beats we're going to talk about. But like, what Jay is actually talking about on that first verse. Yeah. Like, when you know what he's talking about now and you go back and listen to it, man. Yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. J- <laughs> Jay is a not nice person. Right. I, we were listening to this in the car and I was explaining the backstory to Marissa. And Marissa was like, is this before Beyonce? I was like, yep, this is before Beyonce. Way before Beyonce. <laughs> right. There's Jay before Beyonce and Jay after Beyonce. Yes. Yes. But yes. no, Big Pimpin was a huge hit. Um, it was, absolutely. It was a huge hit, uh, much to the chagrin of everybody who's a Southern hip hop fan. It introduced UGK to a whole audience yes, who was did. like oh ugk yes they did um yes it did one of the iconic late 90s videos absolutely shout to gloria velez there you go yeah question yes sir you don't uh you don't have uh it's hot anywhere in that you talked about a lot of records that jay and timbaland did that were in a release in a certain period you didn't put it's hot in there it's on my honorable mentions okay Mine i too. love that record Yep. If I'm making okay. like my 15 favorite, that's on the list. Wow. I yeah. love it. It's hot is an unbelievable beat. Yeah, it's Jay, dope. Jay was not I'm sorry, no, Jay. Tim was really good at using hand claps to not be on the two or the four, to not be the snare. Those are like that's like a that's like a gospel style clap. Mm. But he he's using cla- he'll use claps like all over the place. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah almost like as a hi-hat or as like a secondary type of percussion. And it kind of, like, it, it just creates this whole vibe that throws you off. You're right. It is like, a, it's a gospel. It's a, mm, 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 yep. right. It's a totally different, yep. it's a totally different rhythm that that is on. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's hot. It's funny. I also, I was like, wait a minute, what was that other song? And I was like, and of course, because my stupid brain remembers this stuff. I was like, oh, right. 
Kylie Dean cross the line? Wait, what is that? You should play it right now. Go on YouTube. Right, Kylie let's, Dean let's cross the line. K-I-L-E-Y. Right. We're going yeah. deep catalog. We're going to go deep. So Kylie had... Dean was a, 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 a white female R&B singer who was working with Tim in like 2003. Yeah. And so this was supposed to be like the first single. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. <laughs> Even Tim's like, remember this one? Stop it! He stop it! He pulled the puffy. He's like, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna sing over an over a hip hop beat, and it's gonna be great. Oh man! Hold Did on. 2003 era doc create a version of that that has Jay rapping on it? Yes. Of course you did. Of course you did. Hold on, let me hear it. Hold on, let me hear it. It's so weird to sing over. (laughs) It's not good. Yo, it's amazing. Like every, I feel like every pop artist in the early 2000s had to have a song about not wanting to sleep with a person so quickly. I mean, there was a whole, there was a whole cultural movement about, I mean, that's a whole other topic, right? But people had, remember, there was purity rings. <laughs> Culture I definitely was different to give, Yeah, I de- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was a cultural thing. You're absolutely right. Every, like, Sheesh. every... Uh, fem- every young female pop star at that time had to deal with like talking about if they were still virgins or not, which is not a conversation yeah. that would ever happen now. At all. Like Christina had to talk about it. Remember yeah. Mandy Moore? And, like, of course. <laughs> right? All the- that was the whole thing. Yeah, she had the song Candy. <laughs> she didn't sing Candy. She said Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we oof. we should do we we got next up we'll have to do the uh like late nineties pop definitive. I was getting ready to say, yo, we should we should bring Marissa back on and do a TRL definitive fifteen. The TRL definitive fifteen would be pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be no, some that'd be easy. No, I mean like there's gonna be some Christina Aguilera on there. Absolutely. it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Okay. Man, I used to get uh, so excited when TRL would like cause I'd watch TRL with, with my brother, who was then my sister, but we would um, watch TRL and like, and I would always be like, every time that there would be like a song that I like, you know, from my world crossing over to TRL, I would get so excited. Like I, like if Puffy was on there or Nas was on there. Not like, even on, but like the if the video like made it over, I felt like a small victory. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I feel absolutely. like... um. I feel like some Usher records made it on TRL. Yeah. Like off that yeah, My you make Way me album. Was, yeah, yeah, you make me wanna was on there. My Way was on there. Yep. What was the other singles he had on there? Uh, Bedtime was a single, uh, Nice, nice and, and Slow. slow. That, yeah, yep. that was the one. Speaking of, speaking of people rapping. Yeah, that might, but that might be, that's top two greatest uh, rap verses by a singer. Oh. I'm going Bobby Brown on our own from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack and Usher nice and slow. They call me That's Ghostbusters it. in the wrong control. No. Um, Woo! No. Body that. Uh, yeah, there, there's, some, there's some mid to late 
2000s Terrius Nash I'm going to throw in there somewhere probably. He had uh, some bars. She Needs My Love? He had some bars. She Needs My Love? There's another one I'm thinking of. I can't, can't think of it right now. But anyway. Okay. Um, all right. We went uh, right, big company to TRL. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, you're next. What you got? All right. I've got another Aaliyah record. Mm. You know, listening to this record... It didn't age as well as I wanted it to, I but I just put it on the list because I absolutely just loved it. Uh, we need a resolution. Okay, first of all, I don't want to hear a bad word about this song. You know, I don't like how the beat transitions after the first verse. Oh my God. This, yeah. this is on the short list of like the best two or three Timbo songs. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. This beat is bananas yeah it's insane i remember like hearing this beat and getting excited yo i had one of my first songs ever was i found a beat where the dude basically chopped chopped it up and made it like 90 bpm (laughs) (laughs) i hope i get i know somebody in colorado has it i know they do and when i find it no one's ever gonna hear (laughs) We need a resolution is one of like one of those songs when you hear it like at full CD quality on good speakers or headphones for the first time, you take like a step back. You're just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Are you that somebody? Now, are you that somebody was great. We need a resolution is just like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, it's it's kind of interesting because like you know Aaliyah worked on on that third album. Well, yeah, I guess technically her third album. Wasn't working with Tim quite as much, right? All she had was We Need a Resolution and uh, More Than a Woman. That was it for the mm-hmm. whole album. No, uh, I Care For You is Timbaland. That's not Timbaland. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yep. Hold on. There's, there's beatboxing on there. <laughs> it's clearly a Timbaland it record. It is Timbaland, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. those are the only three. Yeah, you're right. Don't do that. I, don't, I Care don't For do You that. is fine. Don't do that. That song is great. That's, that's, a, that's an honorable mention for me. Really? Yes. I was never crazy about More Than a Woman. I like More Than a Woman. It's it's not anywhere in my like honorable mentions or whatever, but it, I like it. I wish... I remember when she first passed and, and one of them, somebody from Rockefeller, I don't know if it was Dame, Beanie, or Free, revealed that there was going to be a More Than a Woman remix with Beanie and Freeway and they flipped uh, Rock the Mic. I think was Rock the Mic supposed to be for her or something like that? Uh, that I don't know. I thought I heard. I could see it. I could see that. It's very, Aaliyah is one of those people who her voice isn't strong. So you, you kind of need open, simple beats for her. Hmm. So I could see that. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the flight when she when she passed away, that was on a flight to come to um to go to uh, Miami to meet up with Just Plays and Freeway to do a More Than a Woman remix. There it is. But no, We Need a Resolution is... I guess it would be really interesting, like, to keeping with the theme of this Definitive 15, like, to play that song for somebody who's, like, not at all familiar with her music and to see, like, what the reaction would be. Like, so the so a lot of this stuff is not on streaming, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder if you played that for, like, your kids. What would if they first of all have they even heard some of these Aaliyah songs? But secondly, like, would they would they go, huh? 
that was interesting or would they be like ugh sounds old do you know what I mean like I'd be so curious with how, how somebody would respond to that song yeah my daughter's an Aaliyah fan but she's just really just really likes 90s music mm. but I don't I don't know if she's not that deep in the catalog mm. like my nephews picked up my nephews have the clock radio speakers gene yeah, they intentionally listen to like B sides and rappers that nobody's ever heard of. Like they're they're listening to their Billy Bathgates and Saigons right now. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, yeah, she's more of like one in a million. Right. Are you that somebody? Like, so I'll I'll, I'll play that stuff for. Her. All right. Uh, next up for me, um, Bubba Sparks, ugly. 1,000% on my list. Oh, man, we're going to have the exact... These are like the exact same lists. I told you. I mean, I feel like it wasn't that hard. Ugly Outside of like ridiculous. maybe... Listen, I still know this whole song by heart. <laughs> Bubba can rap. <laughs> yes, he can. Um, Man. Ugly, like... I'm not saying it's like the best Timbo, but like 2001 Timbo, that's like peak Timbo. When you felt like he could do anything. Yeah. Maybe like peak the, of his powers is a better way to put it. <laughs> peak of his powers. Yeah, this is definitely definitely like a what what is this? Because 01 is we need a resolution. Mm-hmm. Get your freak on. Mm-hmm. And ugly. Oh, and raise up, which is not on my list. 100% on my list. Oh, God. Okay, well, let's Spoiler talk about alert. that in a second. Um like that's nuts yeah but ugly oh my goodness like yeah it really shouldn't have worked somehow totally worked totally worked poor bubba just couldn't couldn't make it happen he came out in the eminem era even though he rapped nothing like eminem yeah no he was just he was white and i don't think i don't think hip-hop was at a place where it was like willing to even embrace somebody different. Like people weren't having it. Mm. Yeah. People weren't having it. Ugly is incredible. Yes, it is. Everything about it. Like, it's also, it's like one of the things that impressed me, like going back and listening to this was um, like Bubba really like could hold his own on these unorthodox, like Timbo beats. Like I'm trying to think like mm-hmm. ugly is not like an easy track to rap over. No, uh, Fabulous rapped on it and he did well, but like that wasn't a beat that a lot of rappers rap. Like that was the that was the litmus test for if you had a fire beat is if a bunch of other rappers rapped on it. Fab was the only one who rapped on it. I mean, Fab rapped on everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, Ugly is incredible. Has to be on the list. Yep. Okay. Agreed. Well, what's up next? So do you want to talk about... Yeah. Twist your who shirt am off? I? Pity Palmer, uh, yes. Again, not not crazy. This is probably the least craziest beat on this fifteen. Yes, like not- so much, so much so it doesn't even feel like a Timbaland record. Yeah, but- they throw in some switch ups to try to like get you to get a little bit of a bounce mm-hmm. going, but not much. Mm-hmm. Not much. Not much. But no, this is it for me. This 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 record. This mm. record is this record is crazy. That sample is crazy. I think I mean I think PD does exactly what he needs to do on this record. The the hook is iconic, especially the All Cities remix. <laughs> what was the last the, time you heard that? 
this this morning. <laughs> Hot Atlanta yoke because what it was was he also did regional remixes. So there wasn't all cities remix, but I lived in Colorado at the time and there was a there was a remix that was like for Southwest City. So it was like Four Corners. Oh wow. It was like Nebraska, like yeah, like Kansas. I think he shout out like Topeka's. <laughs> Petey Pablo's debut album received a Grammy nomination. See? Huh. Talk about it. World is weird. He's had a really interesting career. <laughs> you were so petty. What's that? You were so petty. What are you talking about? You you said you said crazy world. <laughs> it's not a good album. Was I was trying to figure out what was the song that him and Manny Fresh did? Do you remember that? It was like "Blow Your Whistle" or something. <laughs> and he was like the Pied Piper, so he like him and Manny are dancing down the middle of the street, and Manny Fresh is playing the whistle, and it's a bunch of kids following behind him dancing. Yeah, Do you that, remember that? That didn't make the album. That was like an early like leaked single, uh, but it did not. But they make the album. they shot a video for I'm it. I'm just saying, it didn't make the album. Wow. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Petey Pablo a got a Kanye beat? Yeah. In 2004? Yes. yes. Let's play it. I swear? Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. I mean, can you imagine if he would have sampled off for one, I swear? Pitch that up? Absolutely not. And don't you get any ideas. <laughs> wow. Kanye gave him the generic. Yep. Told you Kanye Kanye had those five beats a day for three summers. Five beats a day for three summers, yeah. Yeah. He he had him he had him in the stash. <laughs> Wasn't good. All right, go ahead. You got it. Um Okay, yeah. So really raise up, huh? Still trying to cross this thing. <laughs> like Mr. I don't like singles. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, they didn't play Raise Up enough. I loved that record as a teenager, boy. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. All right. Uh, let's talk about Tweet. Oops, oh my. One million percent on my list. Has to be Thank on the you. list. Thank you. Oh, my God. This record is so crazy. Talk, like, again, what, a, an, what an unorthodox beat. Yep. I definitely, definitely downloaded what claimed to be a VLS this past weekend of the single, just so I could get a no DJ version of the Fab and, and Bubba verses, except the quality is not as good on those remixes. And I was very sad. I forgot about that. I only remember Joe Budden and Paul Kane rapping over that. Oh, I forgot I, Fab and Bubba. Oh, on the, the Fab, because Fab has the, well, Marissa and I know this line because we used to listen to this remix all the time. It's a terrible line. He had, he, he closes his verse with the oops, Oops, my kids all over your face line, which is Oh yeah. Bad. That was peak kids on yeah, that was yeah. peak kids on your face era. Yeah. Rappers really enjoy doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yo, we're so off. <laughs> Oops on my is great. Um again, like Missy and Tim, like not ignoring the fact that sometimes these songs just sounded sexual. But like Absolutely. this was like kind of a quietly revolutionary song for the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, 
this is this fits right in. Like Lizzo could remake this right now, and it would be just fine. People would be standing, giving her a standing ovation. Be yeah. fine. But yeah. in what was this? Two thousand and two. Two. Yeah, two thousand and two. You know, mm, people were like, oh. Again, back to that whole era of like we were talking about, like you know, people had purity rings, and people were like, "Oh my, what is she talking about?" It's like, come on, <laughs> stupid, come on. <laughs> he said, "Come on, come on." But no, no, oops, am I is amazing. Uh, just ridiculous beat. Um, man, what happened to Tweet? I don't know, bro. That first album was really good. First album had some joints. I don't know what happened to to her. Uh, what else? Is I don't know. She's somewhere with Sunshine Anderson. What do you mean? Yo, you remember? When, no, I'm saying like she's somewhere with Sunshine Anderson and Selena Johnson, oh, and like right, there right, was right. that. You know, like we talk about like A. Marie and Kelly Rowland and Ashanti, like kind of having to to fall back once Beyonce came out. What about those other singers who were like really, really singers? Because be, of course Beyonce can sing, but like. Uh-oh. There was no country for them after she came out too. <laughs> no, no country for other singers. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, yeah, that beat is crazy. Oh okay. yeah, call me. I forgot about that. Yep, call me. But then she had smoking cigarettes. She had. She had. He- oh my God. Have, heaven had to be. Heaven had to be on your on your on your CD. Had to. Had to be on your playlist. Yeah. Heaven was crazy. And then uh, my place. Yep. She had some joints. And best friend with uh, Bilal. Yep, yep, yep. That first album was really, really good. Yeah, I'm looking um, at the credits for, for her first album right now. It's one of those things where it's like, at the time I was like, nah. I would always, I would always look at it and be like, mm, kind of wish there was more. Kinda more Timbaland, but that, yeah. But that's not really her style. I know. Yeah, it's not really her. It's not really her bag. Um. Yeah, no. Oops, somebody has to be on there. All right. Uh, next up for you. All right. Um, you know, so I, so I wanted to because I think we have what do we have three left, four yeah, three left, or four left. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to do, I wanted to do a Justin and Tim and and Tim record because uh-huh. I felt like there's they have so many records, and on one hand I felt like you had to like go with. Two, I think two were pretty much like home runs, but I just wanted to remix it, and I kicked one out, and I threw another one in. I have three. Okay, I'm not surprised. They have a bunch. Two are um, gonna be really obvious. I feel like I know what the third one is. You we'll do. see. Um, but I went with instead of "Cry Me a River," mm-hmm. I went with "Nowhere." <laughs> <laughs> That's my left field pick. I knew Bubba Sparks "Nowhere" would be on your list. Oh, it's a great song. It's a great song. The the f- shout out to friend of the show Adon for sending. I think he was the one who sent us the full seven minute version that like right. goes into Cry Me a River. Right. Oh, that advance of deliverance, boy. That was a. I think that's that on, that's on the hard time. drive I sent you back with. Yo, why is my computer not reading my reading that hard drive? Dude? Oh, it's not. Oh, because I have a Mac. Oh no. No, that shouldn't that shouldn't be why. Uh, unless I formatted it a certain way, we can we can work on that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so you I don't have, have anywhere. I had yeah. Cry Me a River. Um. 
Yeah, I feel like it's Crimey River has to be on there, but like I was like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play around and do nowhere instead. I mean, Crimey River has to be on there. It's just so we have an excuse to talk about the Piano Man disc. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about Piano Man. <laughs> You're going to have to play it. Of course. Oh man. He couldn't even diss him himself. He had to get someone to do his dirty work. They made a video for this. Oh, I know. Let me say something. Let me say something. I don't understand how in hip hop people make fun of you for dancing. Like, ah, you dance. But like all of these like gangster videos, they're all in the background dancing. Like, I just don't want to get shot or robbed by someone who has rhythm. I just don't, it's just not gonna happen. Somebody wants to rob me, and I saw you in a, in a Chief Keef video somewhere, dancing around, doing like choreography. Nah, you gonna have to, nah, you gonna have to fight me for these sneakers, dog. It's just not happening. I'm not giving these up, because I think I got a shot to get away with my belongings and my safety. Not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, no, it's pretty bad. Nope. Doe. It's okay. Scott Storch uh, responded with a song of his own called "Built Like That." Oh, I remember "Built Like That." Mm. Dang, I gotta. Mm. Hold on. Built like that. Yep. Oh, and they ha- he had a video for this too? Yes, he did. What you thought I was just gonna sit back and let shit ride? <laughs> shit ain't sweet. Can't talk shit about a boss. <laughs> Wait. My name out your mouth. Scott Storch. Oh, it's so extra. Wait, dot. Who wrote that for him? Whoever this dude, I'm, I'm. That's going on the clock. That's going on the clock radio speakers Instagram. That's amazing. Like it's, it's. There's like just a bunch of like women awkwardly holding champagne glasses and dancing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Anyway, right, your turn. Crimey River is incredible. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I Love You definitely was like, oh, okay. Justin's here. I get it. But mm-hmm. Crimey River? That put him in another stratosphere. That was like, no, 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 seriously. Hey, guys, I'm here. Um, and you know, I mean, even though they couldn't agree on credit, like clearly Storch and Tempo together, a different kind of flavor to... To, uh, to to Tim's beats, especially on the melody side. Mm-hmm. But like, incredible beat. Just incredible. Fantastic For song. Sure. Like, yep. there's nothing you can say about Crab River. It's incredible. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Um, 
Well, I'll pick the I'll pick the next obvious Tim. So I I had to pick some, I had to pick at least one thing from from Future Sex. Mm-hmm. The obvious choice is my love. Um, that's the one I went with. Yeah, because and I, here's why I chose it. Like, go back and listen to it now. Is it my favorite on the album? Maybe not. No. I wasn't gonna choose "Sexy Back" because I think. No, that song aged like milk. Yeah. My love really, like set a tone for a certain kind of R&B song for a couple years. Yeah. I mean, Omarion basically was like, hey, can I get My Love Part 2? And they're like, how about Icebox? Icebox is an honorable mention for me. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, but My yeah, Love... You nothing like the girl I used to know. Again, when you heard it initially, you were just like, oh, what? Yeah. What? What? Huh? Oh, we're doing what this the this? tempo. Oh, we're doing... Okay. And then, you know, T.I. Yeah. comes through with the verse and it's, you know. Hold up. What you mean you can't go? Why? <laughs> we need to make a list of like just random things that you like in music or random lines that you like yell out that have nothing to do with anything. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. But I'm yeah, going to go ahead and keep I'm gonna go, I got one. I do have one other song from that album. Please go ahead. What goes around comes around. <sighs> Dang. The outro. I swung and missed on that. Yeah. Like, so this is where I was like, okay. <sighs> like, if I'm playing songs right. for people and I want nope. them to know about Timbo, like, first of all, this first half, it really kind of foreshadows a different kind of truly a Timberlake and Timberland sound that's gonna happen. No. Nope. Right? Because it's not a traditional like beatboxing and everything else, like Tim's going crazy yep. kind of beat. But then yep. that transition into the outro. Nope. All right. I'm removing my 15 and replacing it with that one. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's it. That's it. Yep. Oh, man. That I, I listened to that outro today and I still like that outro kicks in. You're just like, you're like, you're like holding on tight. You're like, what's going on? here? Yeah. Yep. Hold up. What you mean? You can't go. Why? Yep. 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 So yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like that, like, I mean, honestly, there's so many songs you can pick off that, um, off Future Sex that are just like great songs. Mm-hmm. And like, I gotta say, there's, I, I was tempted. And so, I, that's it for my. That, I think that's it for my list. Um, do you have any, yeah, anything else it. in your in your list? No, that was it. So here's, let me tell you what I struggled to not. What I tried to figure out if I could fit it on my list in some way. I was trying to figure out is there anything off of 2020. Because okay, I really like, you know, don't hold the wall. Tunnel vision. Like there are songs in there that are like incredible. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there's I feel like there's two or three that are like you can make a case for. Sure. And then honestly, I was also trying to figure out like is there a is there a better more complete way of re- of representing his mid two thousands pop run that we didn't really talk about that. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but like it's not in our top 15 unless you count Justin as pop. But like, yeah. you know, we didn't talk about Nelly Furtado. We didn't talk about Madonna, which I mean, the, the Madonna songs, whatever. But like those no. two Nelly Furtado singles are like, those beats are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, actually, like actually the record that I just replaced with the second half of what goes around was Say It Right. That's I not even love the, that record. It's not even the one nah, I was thinking of. I love Say It Right. Say It Right is crazy. But then there's also a... Uh, Man Eater and show? Promiscuous. Nah. Oh. Nah. Man Eater show, is crazy. Sh- 
nah, eh, nah. Mm. I'm going show Showtime and uh, say it right. Interesting. Showtime is super, yeah. It's a, it's a slow record. It's a slow song. It's a slow record. Um, yeah, I get it. We didn't really talk about, um, and then off, off of that, off of that Tim Solo album, like we didn't talk about the way I are, which was huge. I, th- I thought that was going to be on your playlist. <sighs> it's one of those things where, like, I hear that, and all of a sudden, I'm like living in one of my first apartments after college, and I'm going, I'm like staying up way too late and having way too many people over at my apartment and I'm drinking way too much and the music's way too loud and it gets me in that space and I was like no I'm good actually I'm good (laughs) yeah it was like there was like yeah actually honestly like the singles off that Tim album like you could just go to a party and play those singles and like you were good because there was a give it to me and then what was the other people like give it to me that was a number yeah that was number one on the charts that song was huge what does that mean? Uh, this is before. Mean? This is before fake charts. Now, like what we have now, that was like actual people listening to it on the radio or buying the CD single. Oh, okay. So I think radio played the heck out of "Give It to Me." Um. So, yeah, I struggled. I was trying to figure out is there is is there something else from that later era to put on there? But you know, we got plenty of honorable mentions, and I can't wait to dive in because I think this is where the fun stuff's going to come. Um, do you want to start with some honorable mentions? Absolutely. All right. So I got, I'm just going to go down. Yeah. Uh, Hot Like Fire remix. Absolutely. It took every, took all my willpower to not put it in the top 15 because that would, that's just, that's just a pick for me. Like, yeah. you know, like that's not really one of the 15 songs I'm going to play for somebody, but I love the Hot Like Fire remix. Yep. Yep. Uh, Make It Hot. Yeah. I, again, <laughs> man, love that song. Yeah, records. Okay, if your girl only, only knew, uh, <laughs> I put the uh, maybe we can have this conversation now. Yeah, I put um, uh, two two records from um, uh, Timbaland and Magoo's first album. Oh, uh, the Clock Strikes remix, which I always to this day will say is better than Busta Rhymes' "Fired Up" with the with the uh, oh, what sample was that? Night Rider. The Night Rider sam- yeah. sample, and then the uh, "Love to Love You" remix. Both. But that song is not good. The, the beats are dope, but the songs aren't good. I went back and I, I just before the show started, I, I rewatched the video for Love to Love You. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. So, wait, those are the two songs you pick off that Tim and Magoo album? Yeah, what am I missing? Up Jumps the Boogie. No, I hate that song. Always what? hated that song. What? Yes. No, yes. Up Boogie is great. Horrible. Up Definitely on my honorable, boogie, honorable mentions. Boogie jumps to be everybody. Please turn on. No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I got a couple. Uh, please. We were just tweeting about this before the show started. Little Kim Money Talks, which I feel like a lot of people have never heard. I never heard that song until today. That beat is crazy. It's cool. Oh, I love yeah. that beat. Okay. It's also one of those things where like you buy the soundtrack and you're searching for yeah, the songs some... to make that soundtrack worth it. That Money Talk yes. soundtrack was trash. It's super. Well, especially it was stupid because I was going to buy the Mace album anyway. So like you oh, already get right. you already getting feel so good. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> okay, 
couple things about the sound. Oh my goodness, this soundtrack, amazing. You ready for this? Let's do it. We got some. We got some greats here. We got Refugee Camp All Stars Avenues. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Nope. Oh man, that's a great song. What? I love Avenues. Doc. I mean, it's terrible, but it's great. Doc. No. Doc. Don't do this to me. No. Absolutely oh, no. not. No. <laughs> you Listen, just answered your own question. Listen, Wyclef was Wyclef was like, "What's that? You've got a soundtrack. You need something." <laughs> Remember, he had the cannabis record. How come? Of course. How he had, come? <laughs> he had the uh, uh, John Forte flash the message. Oh, I hated Flash oh. the Message. Oh, it's a terrible song. Yeah, and and later on he came out with uh, the product GMB, Cluck Cluck. <laughs> <laughs> See, that doesn't even sound like a real song. It totally was, and it came off of Maria Maria, which was like one of his biggest records. <laughs> Maria oh, Maria boy. Funny. Uh, yeah, so all right, so we get Avenues, then you get uh, Barry White and Faith Evans remaking My Everything. Okay. Yep. Because he sang it. He sang it in the uh, in the movie. Yep. Then you get uh, Puff, Black Robin, Kelly Price, No Way Out. Excuse me, I don't remember that, but okay. You know, No Way Out. Nah. You want me to play it? Yeah, go ahead and play it. No. Nah. You said Kelly Price, No Way Out. And Puff and Black Rob in '97. Over in the Sheen Mirror beat. Oh. Nah. I mean, it's not amazing, but like, I'm surprised you never heard it. See, I'm trying to find someone I type. Oh, Black Rob. The problem Black is, it's Rose. also the name of the album, which is really correct. Me. What else? Yeah, so we got the Lil Kim and, and, uh, and Timbo record on there. There's a Next and Naughty by Nature record. Mm. Let me see if this is, is this it. Yeah. No, I've never heard this before. Uh, oh wow. No way out, baby. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-seven is the best. I can't go nowhere. There's no way out. It's right there in the name. Oh, uh, that's when he was a really bad rapper. Yeah. He, oh, he yeah. Came, I think Loon. I think Loon helped him out. Loon helped him with some of the technical stuff. Loon and Mark Curry helped him with some of the technical stuff that that Mason Jadakiss like didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go nowhere. Can't go nowhere. Oh man. Oh, All right. Man. Anyway. So it was one of those things where like you get the soundtrack and you're like, yeah, I want the soundtrack to be amazing. And then it's like, mm-hmm. eh, you know. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, I already so we talked a little bit about Is That Your Chick. I had that on there. You know, we didn't talk. So All In My Grill. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I was never really crazy about that record. Huh. That beat is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Hot Boys? Yeah, I see why, but eh. Ah, oh, maybe my favorite snare ever. That snare is amazing. Mm. It's the it's the, it's the it's the uh, Timbo snare that he's used on a couple songs, and that Kanye jacked for more or less. Yeah, I think I like it better on more or less. Yeah, I mean he's got other layers of like stuff going on in Hot Boys, but oh man, I love it. Tim's percussion is so loud, and I love it. Yeah, that was the other thing. I listened to that Conway album with that with that uh, Alchemist thing, and then I went and I switched from that to a. Uh, with that, with that Alchemist beat that has no drums that I switched to one of these Tim records where the snares are like cracking out of the speakers yeah alright I got a song that I'm surprised that I was wondering if it was going to be on your Definitive 15 okay Aaliyah Try Again 
No, uh, honorable mention. Yeah. The honorable you, mention. Believe it or not, that's her biggest. I think that's her biggest hit. It's her only number one. Hmm. It's like peak okay. Aaliyah. Yeah, that's she. Aaliyah and Timbaland were kind of just like they were doing heat checks. Well, yeah, because that same soundtrack also has the also has "We At It Again." <sighs> honorable mention. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That record was crazy. They didn't know what to do with that beat. Nobody did. No. Yeah, it was too. It was too much. It was too much in the best way possible. But like nobody could do anything with that beat. I think is, is Tim rapping the best on that. I mean, by default. You don't like Sebastian? <laughs> nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it to you. What do you got? Uh, all right. So I've got. I've got Destiny's Child getting on the bus. Mm. I've got Genuine, same OG. I got. I kind of just started throwing like, oh yeah, I really like that song. What about um, uh, What's So Different? Uh, yeah, I put it on there just for the baby sounds. <laughs> or the, not the baby sounds, the, uh, the Godzilla noises. Yeah. What's So Different is hard. That beat is crazy. Yeah. Um, I got, I put, I put Skills and Tamai on there. Mm. Um, I put lobster and shrimp on on there. Uh, I put it's hot. Uh, put Beanie Siegel in the club. Oh man, in the club. Uh, how, yeah, and so crazy. How was that not like a hit? I think they didn't push it. Did he get a video? Wait, it got yeah, a video. Of course, it had a video. No, it it got a push. You <sighs> just didn't work, huh? I don't think people wanted a. I don't think people wanted a club record from Beanie Siegel. I think, think that was the problem. But, you know, he was two step into the base. <laughs> two weapons on the waist. That's a great record, though. Yeah. And I love the fact that it was on the backstage soundtrack. Like, actually having Clue on their record, like, Is helped the worst. It. No. There's he only- really no scenario where... In 2019, I want to turn up a pristine CD quality version of a song and DJ Clue is bursting out of my speakers. I miss Clue. I mean, I'm still mad at him for stinking up that uh, that set I, I watched him <laughs> perform. But no, I miss Clue. I'm cool, with, I'm cool with Clue. I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting. What do you prefer? In the club or iPoppy? In the club. Mm. In the club. Yeah, in the club. I don't really listen to, to that record. Poppy. Yeah, nah. That beat is crazy. Beat is dope. I mean, even when they strip it down. Oh. She says she love you, but she feeling different. To, I mean, J- Jay, Jay, is, Jay is not a nice person. I just, he's I really just not. know it. He's really I just not. Know it. No, he's a horror. <laughs> I would say he's a horrible person because I don't know him. But like he, he, he says really mean. Yeah, he says really mean things to people that he doesn't like. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's going crazy. Bubba hey, and Jada, they're not ready? Not on my list, but really, really dope record. It's probably like out of all the, like we talk a lot about Bubba Sparks on this show, actually, mm-hmm. all things considered. Mm-hmm. And it's the same things we know every time. It's how amazing Nowhere is. Mm-hmm. And it's that Bubba washes Jada kiss on they, on they Ain't Ready. And I will always talk about that every single time. Mm-hmm. Because people people are really people try to overstep that and like no 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 buddy (laughs) 
Oh no no no! We're of, we're gonna yeah. Out of all the unreleased uh, J stuff from like that mid two thousands era, mm -hmm. man, get my ish off is incredible. Yes. Is that with the is that with the beat switch on the third verse that's like nuts or am I thinking of Ain't I? Maybe I don't like Ain't I. I think Ain't I has the crazy the crazy beat switch on the third verse. But no, nah, get get my ish off is dope too. Um, we didn't talk about dirt off your shoulder. We didn't. Um, that's one of the records that I took off. You know how I feel about that record, but I can't like. I feel like I'd be a hater if I said it was not definitive. I'm not crazy about the record. I don't know how well it's aged. It's aged horribly. Hor horribly. You know what you know what beat of Tim's from roughly that era, about a year and a half later, but it seems like the same era of beats like the rapping hasn't aged well, but the beat is aged incredibly well to me, is put you on the game. Mmm. When's the last time you heard that song? It's been a while. That beat is great. Yeah, that, it's on my it's on my honorable mention because I just remember I remember that was a record when I heard it for the first time yeah. and said, "What is this?" Jade's yeah. champ, definitely honorable mention. Man, Jay's the champ. She's a gangster. Oh, she's a gangster, dope. Yeah. Uh, she's uh uh. I mean, shoot, even Ching Ching, Ching Ching was dope. It was it was so like that was a heat check. That was a heat check. Tim was like, I have this idea, and he pulled it off. He executed it. It was super dope. And then yeah. I think G Unit helped it out. Yeah, not Ching Ching Part 2, but Ching Ching. Oh, Ching Ching Part 2 is terrible. Yeah, you know the problem is like, wasn't the first single Big Head? Yes. That was actually like a really bad idea. Yeah. I agree. Cause they should have like Jade's a champ, Ching Ching, like. Those are those all seem like real easy layups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but I mean back then, like, did you want like a super like rapidy rap? <laughs> You're trying to sell I don't know. I don't know how they that would be my question. Like, how are they trying to sell Miss J? I don't think they were trying to sell her as like a like a sex symbol or a vixen. Like they were kind of selling her as like the rapidy rap. She was kinda of like the rhapsody of that day, right? Uh, I was going to say she was like the female Cassidy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, they were just straight up selling her because, you know, <clears throat> I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting if you like, like if you look at who Timbo signed to B Club. Yeah. Like Bubba, Miss Jade. I think he was really just like, I'm going to get people who can rap and I'm going to bank on the fact that between me and Missy, we can make this happen. Mm-hmm. And it really did. They got close to Bubba. They got close to Bubba. They got a couple, they got a couple hits out of him. Yeah, they got a couple songs. But that Miss Jade album's got, got, got some beats. Mm-hmm. Too bad Sean, Sean Corey Carter gave him a, a B-grade effort on Count It Off. Oh, he stunk that up. Yeah. Yeah, he stunk that up. Nobody, nobody would, nobody would say that back then. Like, Yo, it's Jay Z. It's like, eh, all right. Uh, any love for either the Luda records, the Red Light intro or the Potion? Um, I think the Potion, the Potion was dope. The Red Light intro at the time was crazy. I know, but now you listen to it and you're like, mm. nah. <laughs> I think people like the, I think people like the 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 video that you posted from. Mm -hmm. Fade to black when when 
Tim plays the potion beat for Jay more than they might like the actual song the potion. Yeah. And then it, it also it also didn't help that there's a just Blaze said that there's a there's a song to that. Mm. But you know, we'll ne- we'll never hear it. It's okay. Um anything else you think we're missing? Yeah, I I got a f- I still got a all few. Right, all right. Yeah, let's um, go. Okay, we talked about that chick. We talked about edit again, talked about Kev. The uh the Styles P Kevin Garnett and one commercial. Do you remember that? I do not. Can you play that? <sighs> oh my god. Cause there was like having commercial bat you know, uh the Neptune's beat for Nike. Yep. That was yep. dope. There was uh, one that Joe Budden did for Vince Carter for Nike. And then, of course, there's the classic Jada Kiss and AI. Right. All right, hold on. Here we go. Can't believe you don't remember this. Kevin Garnett. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's really overrated. No! We're no. We're done. We're done here. We're, we are done here. What? It's not that great of a beat. You're Styles, Styles didn't know what is, Styles is pretty overrated. No, Styles didn't know what to do with that record. Yeah, yeah. Styles had a Styles had a good run. Styles had a, everybody from the likes had a good run. I feel like the everybody. Sheik really missed his. He he should have had no. Him. Well, yeah, yeah, but he, I think he was ahead of the curve. Like he he was doing a lot, and I think that people couldn't keep up. So mixtape. Different mixtapes had different freestyles. Like he was everywhere. Him and Jay Hood were everywhere. Um, he had a couple hits, but yeah, I think I think that was the I think that was the machine's fault more than it was Sheik's. I wish Sheik would have got a run when he was like super nice, like the early days. Okay, um, I got Destiny's Child "Say My Name" remix. Um, I did put um, Lil Kim to jump off on there. I thought that was important to to note. Um, we talked about Say It Right. We talked about Icebox. And then the two records that I thought you were going to pick from 2020 are uh, Push Your Lover Girl and Strawberry Bubblegum. I went back and listened. Uh-oh. I don't know, man. I don't know how well that album's holding up. Ooh. I think now I might pick Don't Hold the Wall. Ooh. Don't Hold the Wall is crazy. Ooh. Strawberry Bubblegum was pretty good too. You know what part of the problem though is like, God, those songs are so long. The songs were too long. We talked about that at the time, but they are very long. Yeah. They're really, 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 really long. I, I would have had I would mention Indian Carpet, but we already <laughs> We already we already showed that a lot of love in the last episode. Yeah. Um Ride or Die Chick? Nah, I thought about it, but nah. SWV, can we? No, never liked that song. Really? I like him. Um, anything else from Bubba's second album? Um, I think if I just go off the top of my head, I think she, I think she, she Tried is not definitive. Yeah. But it was just really, really unique for Tim to throw drums on like some Beverly Hillbillies. Right. Yeah. But no, nothing else. First half of the album is great, and then it falls off a cliff. Yeah, there's a whole run of other singles that like Tim put out with rappers in like the early 2000s. That some at the time I was always like, oh yeah, I really like those. But now like they just don't hold up compared to the rest of the stuff. Like you know, like Ludacris's Rollout, which actually doesn't really even sound like a Timbaland beat. Um, uh, Snoop, what's my name? Which is I actually like that beat, but it's not like amazing. 
Uh, what about uh, Set It Off? Shout out to the uh, M1 Mixtape Volume 4. I like Set It Off, but like it's not going to make, make an honorable mention. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, oh, man. Like then there was some stuff where like I, I remember at the time loving it, but it just does not age well at all. There's like a whole category of that. You could put uh Indian flute at the top of that list. <laughs> yeah, shout the flex. Oh not age well. Um No. I think we got everything. Yeah, that was all my that was all my uh my honorable mentions. So let me ask you this, like going back and listening to all this stuff, did you come away with like a oh I think I think about Tim a little differently now, or was it more of a? Um, no, nah, this is about what I thought. Yeah, no, I think I have Tim rated rated properly. I think he has, um, I think he has really high highs when he's on, and when he really like like executes a crazy idea, like no one can match him. Not few, like no one. He is untouchable. He is. He is easily, I'll say easily, he's the most creative producer I've ever heard. I like, think that's right. Yeah. Like when it comes to creativity, nobody executes the way Timbaland does. Um, and I think he should be held in high regard because of that. I think he should be respected and celebrated because of that. I think most people have him pretty accurately. Like he's in the the conversations for like hip-hop and when people talk about the greatest ever people mention him you know of course there's like your dre's um you know your premieres but like not too far after that like people talk about tim like they have they may have kanye in front of him too but no tim is pretty high and i think he's pretty high across the board i think that's about right he's he's at at worst he's top 10 at worst what about you you know me, I'm somebody who values highs more than consistency. Mm-hmm. And like, I just hear this stuff and it's like, I, what, what he's really missing is that like definitive all the way through hip hop project, the way that he was able to do with Justin later on mm-hmm. with Future mm-hmm. Sex. Because like, you know, Super Duper Fly is a classic, probably. It's It's iconic. But it's nowhere near solid all the way through. Nowhere near. And part of it, I think, is like so, it, like it. Their his sound blew up so quickly that they became stretched so fast. Mm. So many different artists and so many different songs. Like maybe he just didn't get that chance, or he just didn't take that chance, or whatever. But aside, like aside from that knock against him, like I go back and listen to his stuff, and it's just like, yeah, you put it a really good way, which is like he might be the most creative producer i've ever heard in my life mm-hmm. like i yeah the, going through this was really just like it was really like astonishing like the stuff over and over and over again where he just like he's hitting you over the head with like anybody else can do this nope okay i got it because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know we joke about it on the show all the time like dark child tried to he, he sort of was like okay i can do a bouncy r&b sound like, <laughs> dark child was not doing anything resembling this stuff it was definitely gentrified R&B. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Dark, it was. Dark Tribe was trying to take that sort of like, that one in a million bounce. Mm-hmm. Right, but then <laughs> Tim was like, yeah, okay. How about, how about Are You That Somebody? Do you got anything for that? Yeah. He almost had to get crazier. He almost had to make yeah. his stuff even more creative just to, you know, put everybody off to the side. 
And I think that's the problem with like the when I see Tim, like Tim is really taking advantage of social media. Like I see him constantly posting like him in the studio making beats, but like I don't hear anything crazy. Like it sounds really, really safe. And I'm like, where like where's the idea is like are you are you saving this stuff like are you and missy working on something do you have something in the stash with jay like or you know are you did you tap out you know sometimes that happens and that's why you're doing like more like co-production and stuff like i don't know i don't know but of course i'm gonna we're gonna always want like okay well what else you got but like it's already a lot what he's given us Hey, yeah. question question yes, before sir. we go. Do you how do you feel about uh Pastor Troy we cutting? <laughs> oh man, I haven't heard I how did that not make it on my list on my not maybe I didn't even like listen to that as a part of my research. I forgot about that song. The beat is really, really loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tim's attempt at like just blaze. Kind of. I was I'm joking just in terms of how loud it is. It's loud. Super loud. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about the 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 Give It To Me remix with Justin and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Didn't they diss Scott Storch on that record too? Uh, he dissed him on the regular Give It To Me. Okay, there it is. Now, who did Tim diss or did yeah, Justin? Tim, Tim did. Okay. What was the Give It To Me? Okay, so Give It To Me is Tim, Justin, and Nelly Furtado, right? Yeah. And then the remix has Jay on it. That's right. Got it. Okay. No, I think that's it, man. It's almost 10 o'clock. I think yeah, we've good. been recording for a long time. Thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. As always, really appreciate it. Hit us up at CRS Podcast and let us know what you think. Did we get this right? I mean, we had a pretty safe kind of definitive 15, but we had some differences by the end, but we'd love to hear what you think. Um, and uh, yeah, Armand, you got anything to plug? Nope. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if we'll be back next week, but we'll be back soon. <laughs>